Okay, Liz, here's some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, multiple systems, delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs, you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems, and you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. Liz, we have a big announcement for our listeners. We do. Tonight, December 23rd, is the Fantasy Island Holiday Special. Yes, it's a two-hour special from 8 to 10 on Fox. Of course, that's 7 to 9 Central, where so many people we know and love live. It will make you laugh. It will make you cry. It is delightful. And we'll be watching, too. Yes. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in Ojai, which is outside of LA, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Liz. That's me, Liz Craft. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. Today, we're going to talk about staying nimble. Then we're going to amplify my new favorite show. Spoiler alert, sadly, it is not the new Sex and the City. Then we are debuting our new work from home segment, H-I-H-W-F-H. And this week's Hollywood hack will keep your footsies warm this winter. But first, Sarah, we want to say Merry Christmas to everybody who celebrates. We're almost there. Yes. Happy holidays. Okay, Sarah, it is time for From the Treadmill Desks Of, where we talk about what's most pressing in our work psyches. And this week, it's staying nimble. Yes. One of the things we talked about amongst ourselves a lot in season one of Fantasy Island is how important it was for our crews to stay nimble. You know, we had a very tight schedule. We were shooting a lot of episodes at once, which we're doing again. It it was just a very intense shooting schedule. So we were like, we need our crews to be nimble and able to move fast. And, And what we've realized this season, last season, we didn't have many realizations about larger picture things because we were just running at the speed of light all the time. But this season, we've realized that we, as the writing staff, we have to be just as nimble. Yes. And, you know, there's always an element of that on any show, but with our show, especially being what we like to call lean budget. (laughs) And that means we have to pursue every possible efficiency in shooting to save money because it's incredibly expensive to shoot a show 
And the more you can say, use a location for more than one thing, the more you can um, have guest stars not be there longer than they need to be. All of those things help us maintain our lean budget. Yeah. It's more important. So on a show, there are always multiple things happening at once. It doesn't matter if you're Game of Thrones or Fantasy Island. You always have multiple things happening at once. However, we are at a different level. Yeah. It was funny because (laughs) the other day, Liz, you were like, oh, if we ever do a normal show again (laughs) on, you know, what is a regular schedule, it would feel like vacation. It would. Like, it would just be like, oh, so chill. Yeah, because it's hard for people who aren't necessarily familiar with the way TV works to totally get this. Even those of us who are familiar with, it's hard to understand because we've never done it before. But one reason that makes our show so different is that we are planning to shoot multiple episodes at the same time, which means we need multiple scripts ready At the same time, usually in television, one is due and then a week later, another one is due and then more than a week, really more than usually it's 10 days (laughs) because you have a weekend in there plus, yeah, eight days plus a weekend. And so uh, we don't have that luxury. Yes, we have episodes five and six are shooting at the same time. And then what is it? 10 and 11 and 12 and 13. So instead of having the what now sounds like a wonderful luxury of focusing on one script at a time, (laughs) we do five or six episodes at a time. That's kind of where we are right now, right? We have, we just turned in the outline of one. Also, we should say we've been working for five and a half weeks, I think, maybe almost six weeks now, right? And usually what you'd be doing in that time is talking about the characters and chatting for a few weeks Mm -hmm. and doing some season documents and working on the first couple episodes. And probably you'd want to have a break of one by now. Instead, we have the outline of one is in, the outline of two is about to go in, the outline of three is almost done, Four, where are we on four? Four, we're hopefully (laughs) pitching the extended story area today. Yes, five. We know what it is. Five, yes, the the log line is approved and the writer is sort of mulling, but he he can't start until after Christmas. Six, the log line is approved and the staff is working on it. And seven, the log line is approved. Yes. So one through seven are in some form of (laughs) happening right now. And so how how do we do this? One, time management. We have to really each day set an agenda, but also we have to be flexible and we have to ask our staff to be flexible. And luckily, everyone seems to be able to sort of ping pong back and forth between these different episodes and still creatively give them their full attention. Yeah, we were actually talking about this with Lauren, who is our new spectacular assistant. And she was like, I mean, I've just never seen a show done this way before. (laughs) um, And we were like, yes, neither have we. It's special. And it does really take a level of flexibility from everyone involved. Like we will, at the end of the day, evaluate what is necessary for the next day and just tell the staff, okay. And and the other thing is we have such a small staff. So it's like, okay, you two will be working on this. Liz and I will be working on this. You will be working on this. And then that's all we got. So, 
Well, and it's not just, again, this flexibility and being nimble is in so many areas because it's not just in the writing. We have to be flexible about when are things happening in the script? Is it day? Is it night? Is it at this location? Is it that location? Because, again, on our lean budget, we don't have the luxury to just shoot exactly the way we might want to. We also have to be flexible about when and who is going to Puerto Rico. We want writers to be in Puerto Rico. We want to be there, but we have to wait and see what's going to happen. So it's a lot of just like, I don't know, it's like playing tennis or something. It's just like constantly following the ball. It's like playing tennis, but with a suitcase by the door. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just in case you have to go to Puerto Rico real quick. And I wonder because, you know, we are more and more going into like a gig economy where a lot of people, I think, are juggling multiple jobs. Like it's yeah. not the thing where you just go and have a job. You A lot of times you're starting a job, you're ending a job, you have a side hustle. So I wonder what listeners are doing to also stay nimble because I feel like it's like a muscle And you and I are developing it. I don't think we're 100% there yet. I think we're still semi-resistant to it, or at least (laughs) I am. But I do feel like we're developing that muscle. And I wonder if anyone has tips for just how to juggle. I would love some tips because, yeah, it's very different. It's very different, and there are a lot of great things about it, but all advice is welcome. What's funny, (laughs) Sarah, is, you know, we love to reframe things and put a nice spin on them. We're calling it staying nimble, but really what it is is juggling. Yeah. (laughs) I like like your thing. I like to think of it as tennis. We're just like Serena Williams, just whacking it, moving back and forth. Following the ball. Following the ball. Hitting it powerfully. Yes. So how do you follow the ball? Email us at happierinhollywood at gmail.com or send us a voice memo. We love to hear your voices. Coming up, Liz, we're going to share your new favorite show in our Amplify segment. But first, this break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. 
Okay, Liz, it's time for our Amplify segment in which we amplify the work of women and people of color. And today you're going to talk about your new favorite show. I have to admit I haven't seen it, but I've been hearing a lot about how awesome it is. Yes, it is called The Sex Lives of College Girls. It's created by Mindy Kaling and Justin Noble. Uh, The series follows the lives of four 18-year-old freshman roommates at the fictional Essex College in Vermont, covering their sexually active lifestyle as they deal with different struggles and hardship that college brings. So... Sarah, what I love about this show is it's just you love every character. You know, like in Succession, Mm. you hate every character, even if (laughs) you love them. Every character on this show is so likable and they're so hopeful. And they're they're starting college, which for me was one of my favorite times in my life, freshman year of college. And even though they're, you know, of course they have obstacles and problems, but it comes back to their friendship and to them discovering who they are and finding their voices and all of those good things. And it's just wonderful. I also love just sort of a window into 18-year-olds. It feels very of the moment. And so I love vicariously living through these 18-year-olds. Well, as I said, I haven't seen the show, but I am going to take this opportunity to amplify Mindy Kaling's Twitter feed, which really doesn't Ah, need amplifying because so many people follow her. But I know about the show because she tweets about it constantly. (laughs) Like she is the best tweeter of anyone like she has she shows so much support for the show she's hilarious obviously i love all of her just like tweets not about the show i like her fashion tweets she loves pictures of what she's wearing and i also want to mention this is on hbo max so really do check it out because if you want just a feel-good show for over the break Now, I will say I wouldn't watch it with your kids. It's definitely, um, you know, an adult show, even though it's about 18-year-olds. As you can probably tell from the title, not wanting to watch this with my 12-year-old son. I should not cozy up with Violet to watch this this show. Okay, Definitely not. I think watch it late (laughs) at night, you know, when when she's asleep, (laughs) on your iPad. But it's really quite innocent, but there is adult uh, subject matter. Got it. Okay. Okay, Sarah, it is time to debut our brand new segment. We talked about recently, is this the new normal, sort of a hybrid of working from home and going to the office or even just working from home? And it made us realize we really need an actual segment that we rotate into the podcast called H-I-H-W-F-H, which obviously stands for Happier in Hollywood Work From Home. Probably, like it's a tongue twister. I'll probably stumble over it every single time I say it, but that's okay. That's the fun of it, Sarah. Yes, H-I-H-W-F-H. Oh, I got it. Okay, so this segment was actually inspired by a message that we got from our friend Laura Birick, who does a podcast called Big Fat Positive, which is a podcast about the journey through pregnancy and into new motherhood week by week. It's hosted by Laura and her friend Shauna Maiko, and they talk about the often hilarious and always honest highs and lows of being a pregnant woman and a new mom. And here's what Laura said to us. She said, I've been meaning to email you and Liz about an idea for the podcast. Corey and Matt, I should mention Laura's husband is a 
TV writer and he has a partner. He has a partner who who we have known since our second primetime job, since yes. we were on Angel. Yes, a long time. Corey and Matt have been developing over the past year while working from home, which is great because it means he's here to help with the kids and we see a lot of each other. But it can also lead to blurry lines between work and home lives for Corey. A lot of the time, if I need a hand with the boys, I can ask Corey to take a work break and help me. But sometimes there's things that can't be interrupted. And I've created this mantra slash saying in my head to remember that, quote, we pause for the pitch. Another version is protect the pitch. It just means that when he's actually doing a pitch, that means we do everything to keep space for him and let him do his job. If that means me loading the kids up in the car and driving around, so be it. And obviously it works both ways. If I have an important podcast interview, it's Corey's turn to pause for the pitch. Pause for the pitch, protect the pitch. It's a great mantra. Love that. So, Sarah, you and I can absolutely incorporate this into our home lives. Like, you can say to Violet, it's time to protect the pitch. And I can say to Adam and Jack, guys, pause for the pitch. Yes, exactly. And what I love is that it has taken on a larger meaning than just pitch. Right. You know, the mantra is not just about pitching. It's about whatever it is that needs to be done professionally that the other person needs to provide space for. Yes. And then what's funny is I others might not realize that pitching in the television world is just like that is the sort of holy grail of must not have interruptions, yeah. right? Because <laughs> that's when we sell is when we pitch. So pitching is very, very important to us. Yes, indeed. <laughs> but yeah, it's whatever you're doing. So if you're a teacher and you're teaching remotely, obviously protect the pitch for you would be having people not interrupt you while you're teaching, which if you're grading papers, maybe your partner could come in and say, hey, can you take a break to help me with the kids? Or can you take a break to help me protect whatever my pitch is? But yeah. it's just, it's a shorthand way to let someone know you're doing something that you really do need that space for. Yeah. And it does feel like this is going to be, as we said, the new normal. This is going to be the ongoing struggle probably in all of our lives as we figure out how to balance working from home and keeping our work and our life somehow both together and separate. So having a mantra, sort of a signal for this is the time. This is the time where I really need to protect my work is such a great idea. And doing it in a light way, pause for yes. the pitch, protect the pitch, whatever that is that's applicable to your work environment, I think is having that is such a great idea. Yeah. The reason I like it is because it takes some of the nagging element out yes. of trying to get the people in the house to do what you want them to do, right? It just sounds better. And if everyone's agreed that you have this as like a sign or, you know, then it feels better than just constantly poking your head out of the door and saying, hey, I'm doing something important. Can you please stop? Yeah, well, and just the word protect, I think as soon as you even say protect, yes. you feel something kind of different in your body. You're like, okay, I'm going to do this. You feel kind of empowered and, yes. and like you're doing something important. So 
keeping it in the the framework of protecting is so smart. Yes, I like that because rather than asking the people in your house just to not do something or to stay away, you're actively engaging them in the process. It's just their role is to be quiet or go in another room. Your role <laughs> is to pitch, but they but are contributing protecting. to the pitch because they are yes. protecting it. Yes, it's yes. reframing. You know, Sarah, it's what I live for. I love reframing. <laughs> it helps me so much. Coming up, I get to talk about my favorite, favorite, favorite new way to keep my toes cozy. <laughs> but first, this break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, Sarah, it is time for this week's Hollywood hack. And the funny thing is, I would expect this to be a hack from me because I'm usually (laughs) the one who's cold. But this is a hack that you have for us. Yes. Okay. And I have to admit, this came from a Facebook ad. So I'm just going to admit that I fell for one. But it was worth it. Okay. Okay. So I have recently discovered Brooke Linen Socks. They are so cozy. And they come in these really pretty colors. And they have the little things on the, you know, it's like the two-toned on the toes and the heels. But they're just super cozy. They actually stay on your feet. I'm going to admit this because we're among friends. I wear them with Birkenstocks. Ah. <laughs> well, here's my question because you've t- you keep telling me about these Brooklyn and yeah. socks. And this is not an ad, by the way. This is not no, an ad. No, not an ad. Are they the kind of socks that you mainly wear around the house or like more like slippers or are they regular socks? I mean, I hear you saying that you're wearing them with Birkenstocks <laughs> and you're going out in the world with them, but for those of yes. us who don't want to wear socks with our Birkenstocks, <laughs> are these the kind cuz I do have some thick, fuzzy socks that I wear sometimes instead of slippers. Okay. the I mean, you could just wear them around the house. Absolutely. They're cozy enough to do that. But no, these are socks that you can actually wear. Like with boots? With boots. Okay. Yeah, I wore them with boots to Violet's holiday performance at her school last night. I did not wear them with Birkenstocks to the holiday performance. I, I will okay. say that. <laughs> you haven't gone that oh high yet. You're not so no, exactly. oh high that you're wearing Birkenstocks and socks to the school concert. Uh, no. But they make me happy. Like, they come in really happy colors. They're super cozy to have on your feet. Like when I look down at them, they just like make me feel nice. It's nice when something like that comes into your life and just gives you a little pick me up. And as you say, I am not usually a sock person. You are you are the sock person between us. Yes. (laughs) Because I'm the one who's cold and who's like needs to wear socks around the house. Yes. So I feel it's notable that I actually really think these socks are kind of awesome. Yes. It's sort of like how I feel when I get a new perfect mug. It just, it lifts my whole day when I get a new perfect mug. That's how these socks are for you. That's right. They're like a hug on my feet. But I do need some, clearly. You do. 
What did you say? They're a hug on your feet? Yeah. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And that is it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. For questions or comments, email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please follow us if you haven't already. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Listen to the other Onward Project podcasts, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, Do the Thing with Whole30's Melissa Urban, and Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at sfain and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fain. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. Oh my God, are you serious? You're going to have to throw that away because it's going to be gross inside. Okay. Okay, right now we need to protect the podcast because we're almost almost done recording. Mwah. Close the door and be really quiet. Okay, do you want to show Liz what you're doing? <laughs> show her really quick. We have tons to do today, remember? What is that? <laughs> it's a pop tube. It's a fidget. You know, the fidget toys that are like those tubes that go like no. in and out. Oh, uh, I guess we do have. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. That's hilarious. She's drinking yogurt from one. Oh, nice. <laughs> it looks okay, like off you the go. movie Brazil <laughs> to me. I know. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. No, it has to be quiet. Bye. You know it's podcast time. I'll be very quiet. Honey, we're almost done. I need you to go and close the door. <laughs> From the Onward Project.